Uh, yo, welcome to another episode of Off the Record Podcast, man. Yo, listen, uh, the last time I had a conversation with this person, it was about like three, four years ago. It was a great <laughs> conversation. Probably, if you ask me, <clears throat> if you ask me, my favorite city in hip hop just in the United States is going to be like Chicago. So, of yeah. course, I had a great time talking to her then, but watching her career and watching, you know, how she's like kind of going through the maze that's hip hop. Like, it's been very interesting. Now she got a new project out. You know, she got a new project with Hip Boy, which, by the way, I got a lot of questions about. I listened to it. But finally, I have reconnected with Dreezy. Dreezy was was good. I'm happy to be here, man. Gotta gotta get one in with AK. No, of course. I'm, yo, I'm, I'm glad you made some time for this. Like, you know, you dropping this project. And by the way, like, I listened to this shit. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm like, yo, I don't know if 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 people are consuming it and appreciating it in real time, but it's mm-hmm. shit fire. And I'm saying that just not because like I fuck with you and like Thanks. I like you as a person, but I listen to them like, damn, it's kind of going in. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, yeah. Before we even get to like even any catching up shit and like you know um just uh, life, yo, how did you even link up with Hit Boy to get this like done? Uh, you know well. Me and Hit Boy, kind of, I've been in the industry, like, you know, you done seen me around for a couple years. And, like, I think I made my rounds back when I was doing my first album. And I already knew Hit Boy just organically, like, from my homeboys and stuff. I used to go over his crib. He used to have little get-together parties and stuff. So he knew who I was. He seen me grinding back then. And now I had a new management, and they wanted me to pick, like, literally just make a list of producers I wanted to work with. And I put Hit Boy on the list. I put a couple other producers on the list too, but Hit Boy was like the first person that was like, let's do it. I'm ready right now. So I, I just went with the flow. Yeah, 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 it was a look like, but like this one thing, this is how I categorize you, right? I think you're supremely talented. I think you're dope, but I don't think you're the person who do too much. Like, the, you know, the extra person who got to, like, you know what I mean? They're just trying to follow trends this and third. They trying to be everywhere where the hot person is this and third. And, like, I feel like you was just more organic, right? And, uh, yeah. um, I, I'm real weird with that. Like, I'm still trying to figure it out. Like, because sometimes it's, it's a blessing and a curse. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes I really need to get in there, like, way more than I should. But a lot of times I'm just like, I like stuff to be natural. I like, I like, getting to know people and and like seeing what vibe because I feel like the music come out better when you know we relate like if you somebody if you if I don't relate to you in no way shape you know what I'm saying I don't, I don't feel like we should be doing music so so uh how long you took to like do this project like how long did it come together so like you, you write out a bunch a bunch of producers you like to work with hit boys on the list you kind of had a relationship with him already yeah. how quickly do they put that together and then how quickly, like, y'all, you know, start exchanging records or, like, you know, oh, yo, nah, fuck with this beat. Let's let's get in on that. Like, how quick you get it done? This is probably the quickest project I ever did in my life. Like, really? um, soon as Hit Boy said he was down to do it, I was living in L.A. at the time. I had just moved to, I mean, Atlanta at the time because I had just, I just wanted to see what Atlanta was like. And uh, right when he said that, he was like, yeah, come back to L.A., record. I'm like, dang, I just moved to Atlanta. So I just started flying out there. I flew out there, like, in November. And we did, like, five songs in that first trip. Uh, it was, like, a couple days. I just went for a couple days. We did five songs. Then two weeks later, I came back. We did, like, seven songs. 
after that, we was really kind of done with the project. I might've came after I moved back to LA. It took me a minute to move back to LA and get my new deal with Empire and all that. So we took a break for a minute. Then we came back and finished it. So it like total probably like two, three months, you know what I'm saying? Like just recording and doing and writing and stuff. But to put it out, it took way longer. Nah, obviously, like once you get the labels and they start releasing, yeah, like, yeah, it was (laughs) I want to know what your favorite off the project is. I'll tell you what my favorite is. Uh, my favorite is like that intro was crazy. I like it, you know what I mean? They not ready. I like it, you know what I mean? I feel like you're talking your shit, you know what I mean? I feel like it's that embodies you where like you're humble, but like not humble enough where you let somebody get like get over on you, like, like you still Mm -hmm. that chick, you feel me, and like. Yo, uh, I like that line. Wait, first of all, what's your favorite? I'm trying to see what you finna say, because is they not already your favorite? No, it is. That's your favorite after the whole project? Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> That's different. You probably the first person that said that, but I feel like my favorite is between phases for, for show is one of my favorites. That's the first song me and Hip Boy did. I did that song in like 20, 30 minutes. Like it, the words just start coming to me so fast that I felt like that's really what made us finish the project. After I did that, he was like, oh, we could do this quick. Mm. And um, I just started coming back. So I think phases, it relate, it's a real life song. I'm talking about some real shit on there. I'm talking about losing my best friends to life and death, like the industry and, and just, just period. And I think I like 21 questions too is my, might be my second favorite right now. Just cause when I'm thinking about it, like this is really not com- like, I like songs with like a strong concept. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I can get in the booth and just rap off the dome. But when I come with a, a, a dope concept and I feel like I really like body the concept, it's always like a moment to me. You know what I'm saying? Like the fact that, 21 Questions by 50 Cent is like a classic song of, of just a nigga just asking like the real from a female, like, would you do this? It, you know, it just made me think like, damn, if the tables was turned, would you do this for me? Like, would you hold me down if I was going through this? And if I was on trial and you know what I'm saying? So I, I felt like that was like a real, it felt like Dreezy, you know what I'm saying? Like a, a schizo track. Yeah, no, no, I, I fuck with those two as well. And I fuck with vibes. Um, I, like vibes. <laughs> I, I don't want to ask about phases since that's your, your favorite, right? Mm-hmm. because even listening to that um i get what you mean like th- th- that it felt like it was just some real shit right you know what i mean and mm-hmm. like um i'm wondering what phase in life you are right now because i remember i think on that track you said something to the effect of uh you, you said like yo it's some niggas who ain't met my mama who they think who, they made me think they made me right and i'm like i think we kind of all go through that where you know like again i think going through life you realize people who either been around you or people who just want to jump in once they see the success or take credit. But mm-hmm. it's like a journey, especially like the, the career path they're on. So I wonder like what phase of life you in right now? Man, right now, I think I'm in a phase of just really like getting to know me and really being me without like putting a limit on it. Like, I remember when I first came into the game, I used to be scared. Like I just did an interview about this. I used to be scared to want to be the best female rapper alive or best rapper period. Like I, when I used to pray, I never used to pray to be number one, like to be the best in the world. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to think like, first of all, it's scary. Like, and, and 
it's a lot of pressure, you feel me? And I never wanted to come into the music. Like, I liked it. It was an art for me. You know what I'm saying? So once you start, like, sometimes you start off as, like, an art, a way to express yourself. I didn't never want my shit to feel, like, too clouded or, like, too much pressure. I just always wanted to, to continue to do my art. But then the more and more confident you get it and I'm, maybe I wasn't as confident you know what I'm saying like I, I probably didn't really know for real and then we start setting expectations for yourself it's it start feeling like a job it start feeling like damn like you know what I'm saying like it's a race a forever race when you just got your own goals for yourself I feel like you just enjoy your your art more but of course the more I get into it and the more I see that it's actually possible I want that, you know what I'm saying? So now I'm at the point in my life where it's like, damn, I do want to be the best. Like I could actually be the best. Like I'm seeing what's going on. And if I get the right system, the right people, the right, whatever, the music production, whatever, I could be the best. And I'm still figuring it out. You know what I'm saying? So that might be my phase of life right now. I think with me being at Interscope for so long, left Interscope, I went to Empire, like I feel like everything I learned over the over over the time, I'm finna apply that shit now. So that's what phase I'm in right now. Like just finna jump off the porch and do it on my own for real. How has that change been from like you know Interscope to Empire? Well, like what, what's the difference you've noticed and like maybe pros and cons? I don't know. Man, it's it's I I didn't feel like maybe now I, when I look back, I probably was spoiled at Interscope because now it's like shit these people and a lot of people don't get it too like I appreciate Interscope because it taught me so much I think now it's just like when you got such a big machine and you got that big push behind you it's it's harder to do it on your own I ain't gonna lie but I don't know it was just it was a learning lesson it was just a learning lesson with Interscope I ain't gonna say it was it was it was it was a learning lesson <laughs> You know, um, you kind of feel like, you know, and you said like the phase you are at now, it felt like you were, you were trying to tell me like you've kind of grown into yourself, you know, at least on an artist level, like you've grown into the artist that you were probably at first, you know, and it's everybody. When you first get in the game, you're like, I'm just kind of happy to be here type shit. Yeah. And you'd be like, yo, man, these motherfuckers ain't better than me. You know what I mean? And I my biggest regret back then too is like I wasn't paying attention to what I was doing because I was so like I was being too real like I was just being too real like I really I didn't care about numbers I didn't care about and it was crazy because back then I was doing crazy numbers I just found out my first album so uh 56k the first week when you look at that now like you know I know your ass is the number police so I'll be I'll be like let me watch out <laughs> but now it's like if I would have did drop my album now and did 60k or whatever like people people really would put a lot more respect on my name but back then I didn't even know that I was doing that much and I'm like I remember I used to go to the label and they used to tell me like Drew's you gotta stop coming in here with your bonnet on like I swear to god they used to tell me stuff like that and I never used to pay attention I used to be like damn why I can't wear my bonnet you know what I'm saying like but it's just like now I know how to carry myself like an artist like back then I probably would have got on here just regular, you know what I'm saying? But I had, Interscope was helping me grow into that artist, but now I know how important it is. So even with my empire and stuff now, like they just, sometimes they, and you gotta understand too, I'm a black girl in the industry. This still haven't been done yet. Like a brown skinned girl properly, like, you know, Megan Thee Stallion is doing it right now, but y'all see how they crucifying her, how like 
I don't feel like she getting the respect she deserved for how hard she going. You know what I'm saying? But besides Megan, name a brown skinned girl that's successfully like doing this shit for a long jet, like a long time. Like people don't understand the what comes with this shit. That's what I'm trying to tell Empire. Like, hey, bro, how I'm gonna go do an interview with no stylist? From now on, I'm not doing no more interviews if I don't have a stylist. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, okay. certain stuff you got to demand, but when you're a young artist, you're not thinking about stuff like that. You don't, you ain't paying attention. So I think I just bossed up in that area more. And I love Empire, don't get me wrong. This ain't no diss. It's just a real insight on how the industry is because they do have to learn that this stuff is important for Black females. You feel me? So I'm just being real about it. But yeah, I'm just learning. And what do you think? Like, you know, you made a great point there, right? What do you think? Because, like, for example, I think some people will be like, well, you know, well, we're seeing black women succeed. But you are right. When it comes to certain, you know, skin complexions or certain tone of skin, like, it's not as much as the lighter, you know, black women. You know what I mean? Because it's not just all black women, right? It's like there, there's shades to this. And we've always heard, like, you know, yo, it's just much tougher if, if you're darker. You know what I mean? That's why when usually artists... Go ahead. Yeah. And I don't want to make that, I never wanted to make that excuse for myself. You know what I'm saying? Because no matter what it is, like at the end of the day, it's very much so possible to still be who I want to be in life and everything. But I'm not going to sit and act like compared to my peers, like it's, it's, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just certain stuff. Like I, I had to explain to my team, like even down to my hair texture and stuff, like, you know what I'm saying? Like if I was to naturally wake up with my hair texture and just go laugh, it'll be different from somebody with a, a nicer hair texture, just getting up and go like, so I need somebody to help me take care of my hair. We grew up not taking care of our hair. You know what I'm saying? Like I got in a pattern where they just putting wigs on me every week, wigs, 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 wigs. But it's like underneath my hair, I got to take care of this shit. Like I'm not, you know what I'm saying? So it's like certain stuff that I'm just trying to open their eyes to, to get them to understand. But I don't know, it's, it's a journey. Yeah. <laughs> I completely get you. I'm, I'm glad that you at least claiming like, you know, the talent part of it, like, you know, putting that stake in the hat, like, I'm one of the best. And, and I'm going to tell you why um, um, they're not ready is one of my favorite because, you know, like, I, you see me, I'm a shit talker, you know, I'm just a shit talker already. So I like when people talk shit too, you know what I mean? Just all around. And you, you had a line on there, would you say, you, you're like, yo, you're like, yo, I'm top five and I'm not five. You know what I mean? You're like, when you were talking, I guess we're talking about like, you know, other female rappers or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I like you staking the, like, you got to stake the claim. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like a lot of times you get left out of the conversation, but sometimes, you know, uh, I know a lot of people who probably didn't, or maybe they still don't fuck with this guy like Russ, but like, I think Russ kind of did that a lot. He he kind of, he kind of forcefully threw his name in the hat because niggas was going to forget him. And yeah. we're like, there's so much new artists constantly every day. If you don't like, stake the claim like i don't know what y'all talking about like but ain't nobody fucking with me yeah don't really do that like they're quick to just oh this is a new chick you know what i mean because when it's new when, when you're new like everybody just want to see like oh okay okay they give you the they give you sometimes more credit but then after like it's a couple albums they're like all right let's let's look for the next person to champion or whatever the case is mm -hmm. so i do want to know uh, i, I want to hear your thought on that line then i, I do want to hear the other four so just give me four that you respect but go ahead. Um, what the other four female rappers that I I would yeah yeah, yeah. like okay. you put on your top five. You're already in it, so like you and four other girls. Right now, um, for me personally, Lady London. 
Oh, okay. Um, fuck, I had my list. Hey, bro, what was my list? Megan, Doja Cat. And it was one more person. Oh, what is that for? Megan, Doja Cat, Lady London. And then one more. Did I say... Did I say Amaretta? I could put Amaretta in there. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a say Amaretta. Okay. I, I like that list because that's not a list that I think people probably hear like all the time. Like usually like if I ask someone, like if a top five list when it comes to female rappers, you hear it like kind of the same names consistently. Like people aren't looking outside of like, you know, a few same women. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I'm missing somebody, but I, I really can't. But I know those is like my top right now. I really like Doja Cat. I think Lady London is out of this world. I think Megan is very fucking dope and, and she's not getting the credit, as much credit as she should be getting. And um, Amaretta, of course, is a spitter, you know, and shit, you got me. <laughs> hey, so, um, you, you know, I wanted I wanted to play like a quick game of- uh... Oh, of course, Nicki Minaj, you gotta put Nicki in Nikki's in there. Oh, yeah, I, 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 I was figuring that Nikki's just probably on the all time. Yeah, I just didn't want to add her in there so I can have more room for the other girls. But you know, Nikki. <laughs> hey, hey, let me ask you a question because you know, and I asked this to you know, I interviewed Lotto recently, and I was asking her about like you know, what's what's your take on Nicki Minaj's influence to like the crop of you know female rappers now? Like, I feel like everybody kind of looks at her and talks about her like she kind of like you know, kind of help even the playing field or, or help put a lot of female rappers in the same conversations as men. But I see a lot of respect. You know what I mean? I, I don't see nobody really not giving her flowers these days. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, of course, Nikki opened the doors, but Nikki did something that nobody could do. Well, not, not saying that nobody could do that nobody has done. Like for her to have like a winning streak for this long, you got to give her props. She's still out rapping niggas. She's still passionate about it. That's another thing. Like you could get to that point and not be hungry no more. She's still hungry and still competing. So I always like, I love that about Nikki. And yeah, I think she, she, you could look around and see the influence, especially, and of course, we got to get a little Kim her credit too because she brought a lot to the game. And of course, Nikki being a student of the game, I feel like she just took a little bit of everything and created her own lane and you know what I'm saying? Kept, kept it going. But also too, like, I was just thinking the other day, like after Nikki, you know what I'm saying? Because Nikki influenced me as far as like flows, lyrics, rap wise. But when you look at like, and this is what I was talking about with the image wise, like, it's so many different girls that's coming out with different images and stuff too now. Like, I feel like after Nikki Wave, it's bitches like me, Dej Loaf. I even say Cardi B, you know what I'm saying? That I, I feel- leave Dej Loaf out of that conversation. I don't know why. Huh? Sometimes people leave Dej Loaf out of that convo. You know what I mean? And you want to know what it is. And, um, and I ain't even going, me and Dej, I'm going to just say this about her. I would say that she is also a genuine artist to me. Like, I feel like she's one of those artists that another brown-skinned girl 
that didn't do too much for clout. You know what I'm saying? Just raw talent. And sometimes when you come off like that, like you said, people overlook you. You know what I'm saying? We just had this combo with with Punch, uh, Facial Drive Punch. And um, it was some interview I just had. The, oh, it's Spotify. I had an interview with Spotify. And we was talking about what do it take to be the greatest rapper alive? And like you said, like, you got to claim that shit. Like, you could be the greatest rapper alive, but uh, until Wayne said that shit, mm -hmm. until AZ said that shit, like, people wasn't really trying to put them in those categories. Now it's like, once you say it and you back it up, then it's like, you know what I'm saying? So say I it think, puts the pressure on you. Like, I, I you, remember when Drake said last name ever, first name greatest. And from then on, the, everybody was looking like, they drop music like that. And he did. When and that's why it, you got to claim it. I told you in the beginning, I used to be scared to be to want to be the greatest because it's just like I ain't even want that type of pressure on me. You know what I'm saying? Like I just want to make music, but when you really get into this shit, you shouldn't be in no profession if you're not competitive to me personally. Like you know what I'm saying? If if if, if whatever you're doing don't make you want to be the best at what you're doing, that that it ain't your true passion to me personally. So like. Yeah, so once I start figuring it out, like, this is my passion for real, like, I'm really good at this shit, I really could out, out rap bitches and, and niggas and compete, then I start calling myself the best. And that's why I did that on They Not Ready. I'm like, fuck it. Like, if I ain't gonna say it at no other time, I need to start claiming this shit now. Like, Hey, yeah. have you ever done a record with a, with, with, with a nigga or a female where, like, they went so hard that you you either thought about going back and upping your shit or like doing more bars or whatever the case is, or you just rewrote your shit. Hell yeah. Who? Um, I'm gonna tell you who. When I first of all, cash I went so fucking hard on Chanel slides. I'm gonna just be one honey. Mm. I had sent her because when I first did the song, like I like to freestyle my ideas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like. And I'm still figuring it out because sometimes I get in the studio. When I write, I know when I write a verse, it's going to be out of here. When I freestyle my verses, sometimes it's just like the vibe or whatever come off to me first. So I had freestyled Chanel Slides kind of. So I just sent her my freestyle beat, but she sent me that verse back and she wrote her shit out. I'm like, hold on, sis. This is just a rough draft. I need to, <laughs> let me go, like, you know what I'm saying? Tighten my shit up a little bit. But yeah, stuff like that or like... um, I really don't, I really, it ain't really too many times where, like, you know what I'm saying? Do, do, do you write yeah. or freestyle? I do both. But I'm a writer, for sure. I started off writing, so I don't like freestyling like that. What, what have you seen, like, your biggest records? Has it been writing or, like, the ones you just quickly came up off the head and just kind of pieced together type shit? I think probably, like, my writing stuff because... You gotta think about it. I'm known for my verses and my freestyles, like, but you know, like, uh, I don't feel like I got too many catchy hooks, and that's what I'm working on this time. When I freestyle, I make more catchy stuff. Like, you go in there, you mumble like the vibe, and I do that because I always thought about when I was a little kid. Like, I used to hear the the music my mama was playing, and I never knew what the fuck they was talking about. But when I got older. You remember the melody like you remember like dang that melody was just so hard so now i know when i write make songs like melody is more important than anything i could write whatever words to it long as it's catchy enough to you know so it just depends on what type of record i'm trying to make if i'm trying to make some like like they not ready i wrote that but yeah i can see that yeah i i i, I feel like that's where you balance like you know the project out with like you know songs like the the, the joint you got with koi and the joint you got with like jeremiah right like you know they're gonna they're going to harmonize and kind of bring like the melody and all you got to do is just yeah. kill it. 
I mean, yeah, me and Koi, we kind of free, we freestyled that basically. Like we just went, I was on the mic going, did a bar, then she got on there, did a bar. Like we was just going back and forth like that. That song's called Bounce My My, my Lows, right? Mm-hmm. What are you like, like, you know, just speaking of just even about the title, um, when are you like, when do you have lows right now in like how your life is going? Like, what's a low for you, like in the last couple of months, a year? You know, it could be industry related or, you know, it could be other stuff. Um, lows. I mean, I just went through a breakup. That's low. Mm. Shit. Uh, but I ain't gonna lie. I'm so, I'm so, I'm so, I, I'm so hard body about stuff now. Like, you really like in this industry, I ain't gonna lie to you. You ain't got time to be, you ain't got time to, to, to be just sitting in your, your, misery like i don't have time to be low i might go be low for like an hour or something when i'm by myself or something like get it out real quick and pop right back up act like nothing ha- happened like so i mean th- that was before you recorded so so that's after you recorded the the, the project right because i really hear those songs about breakups on this shit um yeah during and after i guess the only a line that did stick out to me, which, which, which I, I feel like this is more like a, and I'm and I got to question this about like how more of how modern women look at stuff, right? In terms of like on vibes, you say you're like yo, I'm too lit to be a nigga's housewife. You feel me? And, yeah. Um, <laughs> yo, I, I think these days, like yo, like women are like most women I know are just straight hustlers, man. You know what I mean? Like ain't no chick really want to just like be in the crib, just rely on a dude all day. Like, I mean, wh- where does that mentality come from? At least for you. I think we just, I think the girls just know what's going on now. Like back then, I think back in the day, we was just so like, niggas are try to trick you into thinking you something you're not. And it's like, I think we just start realizing like, we can't, you can't put us in no box. Like if, if, if all women's was was housewives, we would not have like most of the the successful stars. That we wouldn't have an Oprah. We wouldn't have like you know what I'm saying. These these track stars that's out here killing it. We wouldn't have a Nicki Minaj. You feel me? So it's like, why box me into that? And, and a lot of niggas be insecure, and they don't know how to deal with a boss female. But like honestly, I feel like that's the best thing you could ask for. Like, why wouldn't you want? Uh, another boss in your crib like not to boss you around because it got you got to find like a common ground but why wouldn't you want like a smart ass bitch that come in the house and and yeah you got some good ideas but she come and give you a whole another one y'all make y'all double the plan to double the money together like why wouldn't you want that yeah i mean like would you like has that has that it's been like that for the whole time or just like since you've been an artist because like yo it gotta be hard to like have like this wasn't specifically about. <laughs> oh, I told you. It wasn't about me specifically, but can I relate to it? Maybe I can relate to it. But uh, what was your question? Because you just what? No, no, <laughs> no, no. I, I was asking like, I feel like when you're an artist, right? I think watching an artist either date, like it could be anybody, any any female artist we see, like most of the times their relationships are a little bit different because. You're probably like most most dudes. We used to a chick just being there when we need him to be there. You get me? Yeah. Now you're probably all over the place. You got shit to do, you know. And a lot of times, a dude it's hard to deal with that type of shit. You know what I mean? 
Like I've always looked at like, you know, um, like for example, I don't know. Let's say, I don't know. I think JT's with like Uzi, right? Like they both got different careers, completely Mm -hmm. different, right? For them to both get what they got to do career wise, but still deal with each other personally and be there for like, you know, if you, if you somebody's boyfriend or somebody's, you know, whatever, you got to be there in certain capacity. It takes for the guy, I think, right? You got to be able to humble yourself enough to be like, yo, your girl lit too. Like, yo, she doing her thing. <laughs> move around. She not going to be there just waiting for you until when you get out of the studio type shit. And I think <laughs> that's what I was trying to allude to. You know what I mean? Nah, facts. It, it takes a very secure man to be able to deal with a bad bitch. And then she don't even got to just be a rapper. She could just be a bad bitch. Like even certain stuff that I put on, I can't help that my body is shaped a certain way. Like, you know what I'm saying? If I put certain stuff on and it's complimenting my body a certain type of way, I don't need a nigga getting insecure about that. Or if I'm staying out late and where I think you just got to be secure, especially like it's about the bigger picture. Like if if you really want to boss up with your lady, she got to go to work. Yeah, she and if y'all in the same career, you already know. Like, I think it's dope that I I don't know. I might not be able to be with a guy in the industry, but I think it'd be dope to be like, hey, I'm gonna go to the studio for the night. What you gonna do? I'm gonna go to the studio too. Okay, I'll see you when you get back. When we get back, we chill. What's so hard about that? I don't know, but it ain't that simple. Nah, I agree. So, I agree. I agree. Uh, hey, listen, I I did want to play like a quick game of um. So we do this thing called this or that, right? We're like, we'll give you two options and um, you get to pick from both options, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you can just tell me why you're, you're picking it or you can just pick it and not give an answer, whatever. But you got to pick one, right? Um, but it's going to tell me a lot about like, you know, where your taste is at, right? Uh, we'll start, which I think this should be easy because you got a song kind of showing respect to one of these guys. Um, Kanye or 50 Cent? Kanye to me, but I I love Fifty Cent. Uh, yeah, Kanye from Chicago. No, you gotta think. I'm from Chicago. Like, how you gonna ask me Kanye or Fifty Cent? Well, you got 21 questions. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but. I'm just saying, I grew up like yeah. What does Kanye West mean to to like you know you personally? But like, I feel like I know what he means to Chicago. But like, what does he mean to you personally? Kind of like growing up and seeing him like putting on the shot like in a different way compared to like how other people are doing it. Um. Well, first of all. He, he that nigga is just himself just just completely like growing up in Chicago and watching Kanye it made you literally like just get on your your cocky shit like he make you stand on whatever you believe in whatever your art is whatever it is he he make you feel like go for that shit um he talented that nigga one of the best rappers in the fucking world producers too multi-talented and fashion like I don't know. Kanye Kanye is like a real Chicago nigga. So everything that he's doing right now, his career is like a dream come true to me. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's that's the type of stuff. I want to get heavy in the fashion. I want to start producing beats. And I already been starting to produce, but he just motivation for the city. Yeah. He ain't like the biggest out of Chicago. Like ain't, niggas ain't doing it like that no more. Yo, all right. Wait, real quick. What is the Mount Rushmore from like for like the shot, like if you had to put your Mount Rushmore, I'm guessing he, well, not even guessing, he's on it, right? But who else fits or fills that out? How many people is it? Five or four? I mean, you can put four or five. It don't matter. Uh, 
Number one will be Wayne. Um, no, 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 just in Chicago, just in Chicago. Oh, only for the shot, yeah. Dang. Uh, number one to be yay. Number two will be Keith. Okay. Um, number three would be Dirk. Okay. We might have the same list then. Um, and four would be Herb. Or I don't know. Louis was that nigga. Louis still that nigga. Like King Louis. Like yeah. I feel like he did a lot for Chicago. I, I damn near feel like I gotta put him up there. But but Herb still going right now. So I'ma give it to Herb, I guess. And then for female wise, it would probably be between me and Tink, to be honest. Mm. But of course, me, not between me and Tink. But if I had to choose, it would be me. If I choose one, it'll be me. But if I could put both, it'll be both of us. I was going to have the same exact list, except the, the the fourth person I was going to put. Um, I don't know. I was going to put him, but I guess like I felt like I had to put somebody lyrical in common. For chance. No, I was going to put. I was no. Nah, I was going to put chance. I was going to put common. Is common from Chicago? No, I thought about common. I feel so bad because I'm on common album too. I was going to put common. I just was like, just think. I don't know. Common. Common desire to be up there for sure. Uh okay. All right. So so here's another one. But, but I think I know who you're going to pick, even though one's featured on your album. But you named the other one as, like, I feel like you got a lot of respect for her. Doja Cat or Coloring? Why are you going to do that? All right, anyway, no, I forgot what I asked you. I, what it's the, okay. Go to the next question. None. Oh, no, no, I remember. I, <laughs> <laughs> that's a tough one, though. I'm I, not going to choose. You're not, I'm, not, I'm not doing that. But I'm going to tell you. You, I fucks with both of them. You two completely different artists to me too, so you can't even really compare. You're right. You're right. You haven't worked with Doja yet, right? No, we got the same management though. Um, is she on a list of you know people you would love to work with? And I'm wondering who's who else is on that list. Yeah, I would love to work with Doja. Um, I feel like you're not the person who kind of like. You know, like in this game, I always say the there's a few artists I know they're great at networking because I always be like, damn, how we get that collab? And there's a bunch of other artists, they just kind of stay their own lane. And they I know work. it's so bad. I hate this about I hate that about me, honestly. I'm really trying to figure out a way to do that and still feel comfortable, but I do not like like even now I'm kind of mad, like, you know that song I did with Future, like the whole time I was in the studio, I didn't even want to ask him for a picture or nothing. And it's like, now I'm thinking about it now, like Drees, he asked you to come to the studio. Why the fuck wouldn't you get a picture? Like, I just got to start. I don't know. Wait, wait, so the song you did with Future, right? Wait, so y'all did it in studio. I'm thinking everything is just like email and shit. Y'all did it in studio together. Yeah, that's fucked up. I don't got no footage to show because I was just being too in the moment. Like, okay, so why is that though? Is it kind of like even though you know you're an artist yourself, you don't want to kind of come across like like I know that was a thing for me at first. Like I would I hated to ask other people for a picture. I'm like, I don't want this motherfucker think I'm a groupie or some dumb. Yeah, shit. that's really I think that's what it is. And 
I really got to get out of that. I got to get out of that because there's so many artists like Koi. Like, I look at Koi. Koi so motivating to me because I be looking at her like she really don't give a fuck. Like, she really just go in the room and just float around the room and just, you know. I, I don't know. I just be thinking I always, I always grew up around the, gra- around the guys, period. So, like, I don't know. I always been the girl around the niggas. So I, it's just weird for me to just pull out my phone and be like, can you take a picture with me? Like, I don't know. It's just, it don't got to come off like that, but that's just how it always, I always think about it, I guess. And then some niggas, you know, future such like a low key nigga kind of interesting. Like, damn, if he DM me to come to the studio, like maybe he just want this shit to be some personal shit or something. I don't know. I don't be knowing. Yeah. No, nah, I mean, but, how is that? Um, experience working with future every time i hear people say they work with future they always they're always impressed by like the speed he works like his creative mind like yeah <laughs> that nigga quick uh i mean shit it was like and it's so crazy because the story really like he had asked me to come in to work with another artist and um i had these hit boy beats i had called hit boy right before i went i'm like i don't know why he asked me to come to the studio but just in case just send me some beats you know what i'm saying so when i got the he had me do this song. He asked me to do a song with his uh, other artist. I did that. Then when it was done, he was like, damn, I wish I had some beats. And I was like, had the beats right there, pulled them out. And he just pulled the first beat I uh, played. He just hopped on it. Like, he do he do that mumbling process too. Like, like the melody, like putting the melody out, then putting the words to it as he go. But he he quick with it. Like, he'll say, he'll say, a me- like, mumble it, but he know what he finna say, and he'll just keep saying it until the words come out. So it's just, it's just cool watching him. Like, he, he don't really gotta keep punching in. They, his engineer know what to do. Mm. Like, right. yeah. Hey, you, you said something that I agree with, and um, I'm wondering why you said it. I think you, I think you referred to Kodak as a poet. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I truly believe, you know, I mean, there was a time that Kodak used to get ridiculed because, like, you know, he talks a little weird, whatever, whatever. But, like, I, I've grown, like, a lot of appreciation for him and just, like, how creative. Maybe people might say whatever about him, but, like, that turns into a real creative mind. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And when you listen to his lyrics, a lot of times he's on some poetic shit. I'm wondering why you said that. I think Kodak is so fucking smart. <laughs> I think he's so smart and creative, and I... I uh, hold on real quick. And I see how he um I see how he put words together and stuff. And and like I, I started off doing poetry. That's how I started writing. Really? So I just yeah, so I noticed when people like rhyme they they cadences up a certain type of way, like they rhyming scheme and stuff, and I'm just like, damn, this nigga, he know what he's doing. You could see like Kendrick new album. Did you hear his verse on the Kendrick album? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he killed that shit. Like I'm like, yeah, he he's really a poet. Well, I used to say that, and I remember, like, people, you, I think people have, you know, they judge a lot, and that's why people from the South get a lot of knocks sometimes, too, because people from up North, they judge someone on how your voice sound, your accent, and, like, a lot of people I used to talk to, they, they'll, they'll be like, oh, yeah, Kodak, he definitely not that smart, you know what I mean? I'm like, nah, yo, I've called Kodak before, and, like, he's, like, like, he had a, at least his last crib, he had a library, and he was reading, and, like, People would be like, you lie like a motherfucker. You know what I mean? But <laughs> really, I do see that whole poetic part of what he what he does. Um, you said so you say you used to do po- poetry. When did you start? How'd you get into it? I started when I was in grammar school. I had a teacher named Miss Ellis. Shout out to Miss Ellis. I need to find her, but she was like my music. She had like eight cats. 
and she just was like a musical teacher. And like my mama didn't, my mama was real strict. She ain't let me like stay after school or nothing. So I used to just join all the extracurricular activities so I could stay after school and just not have to go home. So I joined, I was in everything. I was on the pom-pom team. I was in a poetry club. I joined a jazz band. I was in the art club. And I think I did student council and I, and I did track. Um, but yeah, I was really like good at my poetry class. So I started doing my poetry and my, like I said, my teacher, Miss Ellis, she was a jazz teacher. So she used to be grown after school, taking me to, um, like the house of blues and stuff and putting me on stage, like just sing, just, just scat or whatever. And I, that's how I started performing. I started learning how to play the piano, the flute, saxophone, different instruments. So I really was just like a music baby. And I think when I got, when I moved from that school, I had moved to the burbs because I was in, the, I grew up in the city, but then my mama, me and my mama was getting into it real bad. I had to move with my daddy. He had just built a crib in the burbs. So when I went to the burbs, it was like, I was a whole new, the new girl at the school and I was trying to find a way to like, like fit in a little bit. So it's like, I stopped doing poetry. I started rapping. And I found it was a nigga in my school who had a studio. He was going like, cause back then we was just in school, but it was one nigga in my, he was going to studio sessions after school, like rapping, performing at the talent shows and stuff. And I just got up with him. We did a collab and then I started performing at the school shows. And I don't know, it just started going up more and more. King Louie was the first person to give me a, a real feature. Like, well, Tink was, Tink, then King Louie, then Dirt, then Herb, then Dirt. And it just like, it just got bigger and bigger. So, so it's pretty safe to say, like, if you didn't really kind of like dive nose deep into like poetry like you did, like, who knows? Who knows what happened? But like, that was kind of like your introduction to music in a, in a way, right? Yeah, I was either going to be a lawyer or um, or an artist or some shit, because I just I always my mouth, I always had a strong opinion, smart mouth. You know what I'm saying? So that kind of helped with my poetry, with my raps. Like, I always been outspoken. So it was going to be something with talking or something or creating, but yeah. Um, in like, what ways did you look up to like, you know, like King Louie, like, you know, um, a lot of people look at him as just one of the pinnacles, like in how Chicago music changed, you know, you mentioned he was one of the first to like, kind of give you like a, a feature or whatever the case is. Yeah. He was the first person who I asked for a feature. I remember I was working at Subway and he DM me and told me $1,500. He got me. And I was like, bro, I ain't got $1,500, right? I still got the DMs. I'm like, I ain't got it right now. I'm like, I work at Subway, fuck with me. And then I think, I don't think he DM'd me back after that. But I just started working. I was working in the city. I started making noise for myself. I did it, oh, dang, I forgot about Mikey Dollars. That was really the first song that popped me off, uh, Break a Band. And I think people started seeing me around the city and then Louis ended up hitting me back up and did the feature for free. And I was like, all right, okay, I got a Louis feature. Went with that. Then Herb, Herb was just around the block. My cousins and stuff knew Herb. So like, I remember Herb pulling up on me one day right after he got shot. I'm like, what's wrong with your leg? He like, I just got shot. I'm like, what the fuck? We, we was getting in the studio like in niggas closets and shit. Like, it's just like, you know, I was always that time girl, you know? And me and Tink had a way too. Me and Tink really was like the, fe the, the females that really was coming up out of Chicago and Queen, uh, Katie Got Bands and uh, Sasha Go Hard. Mm. That's really who was like back then. We was the females, and then the niggas was cheap keeping them, darking them, herbing them. Nah, yo, that, that's dope. Hey, 
what do you what do you think about like you know yo i think dirk is taking this shit to like a whole fucking different level you know i comparing to where and, and do you see any parallels with like even like your situation right you know i remember like when he started off on def jam everybody was high on the the drill wave right mm-hmm. 2012 and then pretty much after a while like they kind of cooled off off of it and he was pretty much just shelved i remember like you know he used to text me like, yo, act, yo, like pretty much he was almost damn near independent, not support him at all. And, you know, mm-hmm. he got off of that situation. He pretty much went to like an indie label, right? Which is, which is kind, of, it's kind of like Empire, right? It's like, it's what's called Alamo. And he just started grinding. Niggas just started, his grind level was just going crazy after that. You know, he did network though. I'm going to be honest, like, you know, he tapped to a future. He, he started locking in with niggas, started really going up. But mm-hmm. what do you think about like how his career has gone and like, especially where you're at now, you know, coming off, like a major to an indie, but in reality, you've seen somebody who've done it and went crazy with it. Yeah, I'm so proud of Dirk because, like, I done seen this nigga grind, like, and literally, like, losing real homies. And, like, it's different when you come out of Chicago. I feel like, like, everything is, like, this industry should be so fake. But, like, even me, when I first dropped Body, the first week I dropped Body, my best friend had got killed. You know what I'm saying? People, like, people don't be understand That shit took a real toll on me. Like, that shit really, like, I didn't even want to promote my song. I remember the label hitting me like, Driz, because they was trying to be nice about it, but they were still, they still had to do their job. And they used to tell me, like, Driz, we understand you just lost your best friend, but can you please post your song and stuff like that? So, like, just seeing Dirk come from where he came from and, and, it, I'm just proud of him, and, and you got to stay consistent like that, even with Herb, and, like, because Chicago just a real place. Like, it, when you think about all the artists out of Chicago, besides maybe, like, Chance, Chance was able to, like, take this shit and make it commercial a little bit. But think about it, like, Tink, Herb, Katie Got Bands, Dirk, like, motherfuckers wasn't getting the recognition that they really deserve, and it's because we don't clout chase. We really making real music and living the shit that we going through. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people be doing this shit for clout or just because. And, and a lot of times, to your point, life gets in. Like, you, you know, so even your story, right? And also Dirk's story. There was so many times Dirk lost people. And shoot, like you losing someone at that time, people shut down. They're like, you uh, know, people and- like, yo, listen, man, this music shit is secondary, man. Like, you, sometimes that throw people's off, people off for like a year. Man, what? Think about it like, okay, I just started realizing this shit when I got older. I'm like, I'm like, hey, I went through two deaths back to back with my best friends. You know what I'm saying? And I, I'm literally looking at it like Dirk. I don't know how the fuck he doing. I think he at a point where he's numb. You know what I'm saying? Because I've seen Dirk lose so many people. I think he's just numb because honestly, it, it when you going through shit like that, it, you only got two choices. You either what you gonna do? You either gonna make or break. You know what I'm saying? And I broke when when Body came out. That was another reason why I couldn't even, like, that set me back. Like, I had the number one single, well, one of the top singles on the Billboard charts. I think it was, like, top 10 or whatever. And I couldn't, I didn't even want to be outside. Like, I was, like, I didn't trust nobody. I was feeling like, then I was going through shit with my contract shit. My, the nigga who I got signed to after, um right before my deal, he fucked me out of my, my contract. He was from Chicago. So it was just a lot of shit going on. And like you said, the music start being last now you just trying to figure out like damn i just want to smoke today or i just want to chill today like i just want to be around my family like you know and that's that's really the hard part this industry shit not easy like 
But that's why I always look at like Rihanna like that. I love that quote when she when they be like, um, like when you just asked me that question, it was like, what do you do when you at your your lowest? And she was just like, I pretend. You know what I'm saying? You really gotta pretend in this shit. You can't because, and that's what separates you from the average person. You know what I'm saying? You kind of gotta be a fantasy. Like people gotta look at you and be like, how the fuck is she doing that shit? Like LeBron. Kind of almost can't be human. You yeah, and it's fucked up. And it's like I'm the most human out of my whole situation. And and I'm just not realizing like Dries, if you really want this shit. You just got to dehumanize yourself just a little bit, you know? And then when you do have those times with your family and friends, just cherish that shit and make, you know what I'm saying? But when you go out there and you step out on that stage, you got to act like nothing's going on. Because at the end of the day, if you're getting the opportunity to change motherfuckers' lives for real, you could either you could sit in your misery or you could be that person that's going to change all this shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of weight. And it's hard just being in the front of everything but i notice that all the time i gotta be the big person even today now i'm noticing with this this whole independent shit i done called about 20 niggas this morning like soon as i woke up like I, that's why i gotta stop i'm slowing down with my smoking because i gotta be a boss i done called my pr company uh my pr i call uh my management i done call empire I didn't call uh, this motherfucker, my creative director, just making sure everybody doing their jobs. We got a video shoot this weekend. Have y'all talked to the stylist? We gotta, you know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta keep this shit going. It's even harder when you're a female because most niggas ain't even gotta think about their appearance like that. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. It's just, it, it's, you, it's, it's just about how bad you want it. At the end of the day, if you want it bad, like my daddy tell me, like, if I want to be a LeBron, I gotta work as hard as LeBron. I can't be. You know, I got to practice every day. I'm going to have to cut back on shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't party when everybody want to party. I know y'all going on trips and shit, but I got to be in the studio. So just got to have a different discipline and, and some tough skin. Got to have tough skin for this shit. Do you kind of feel like you wish, like, because it seemed like you you are your shit trying to make it happen, you know? And you're probably doing way more now than you probably did when you first got. Do you, do you feel like you wish you could take these skills and take this, like, you know, go get a mentality now and be like, man, when I came in, I wish I was on everybody's ass like this now. You know what I mean? Because I would have underst understood what it takes to get to that next level. I would have got there faster. Yeah, I definitely feel like, I definitely feel like I wish I would have known what I knew back then because especially like just knowing how, how, how the numbers that I was doing, I didn't like, it's not easy getting to that point, but also I feel like, all right, like, that's my journey. You know what I'm saying? Like, I do look at niggas like Dirk and shit. Like, Dirk was at a standstill for a minute where he was in Chicago. And it's like, all right, what are you doing to change the situation? This shit not hard to me. To me, this shit not hard. And I know, like, with my next project, the way I'm doing it, it's like I figured it out. You got to have pieces of everything. Like, I could, I'm literally watching niggas take bitches with no talent whatsoever. You could have a worse song out. But they can build you into a, they you can they can literally build you into the top artist if they want to you know what i'm saying i know um i don't even want to like put specific names on shit but and i'm not even saying uh, i i'll just say it like this if you take somebody from a certain city and you get them the top writer like first thing you need is a hit right yeah. you get the top writer get the top producer now you got a hit right cool now you need an image. Go get the top stylist, right? Get the stylist. Okay, cool. Now you need what? We need to be on put on certain platforms. With me being where I'm at now, I feel like, all right, I done tapped in. Like, I could call niggas like AK up 
tomorrow just for no reason. You know what I'm saying? I could call Shade Room up today if I want to. So I got the platforms. We got to get these hits together. We got to get this styling together. And y'all got to be serious about this shit. It, it's, it's another thing, too, with my manager. I'm trying to tell him, like, I'm a hip hop artist. I'm not a pop star. Like, it's a difference between me and Doja Cat. Doja Cat don't got to do no, Doja Cat don't got to do street videos and go back to Chicago and prove that, you know what I'm saying? And still do shit like that. But Dirk and, and me, I got to do shit like that. You feel me? I got to go back to Chicago. That's what made me. You know what I'm saying? And once we- especially, especially with the content, the content's like that. You got to, it got to be three, six. Yeah, so it's just, it's different marketing for different artists. And I know what I got to do for myself and I got to be on foot and we got to really like, we got to really do this shit. But I think with my next album, I've been working, I've been working on it for a minute. I'm so in love with the music. I want to play it for you too. Like my next album is like, I feel like some of my best work to this date. So we're going to see. Was this, pro- is this project technically an album or an EP? Because it's like 10 songs. Like, I, 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 like it, was, it felt like in between. They calling shit. They calling EPs albums now. Tapes. I don't know what the fuck it is. I just Empire said deliver ten songs and we deliver ten songs. Shit. That's that's what it is. But I wanted this just to be. I wanted this to be like a warm up. Like this not. It's not my solo album. Yeah, you're not getting there. Um, what what's your like analysis of like this the the music industry in 2022? Like maybe maybe what you think has changed since when you just came out? Like what's the biggest change you've noticed? I think people just putting out too much music too fast and they're not giving themselves time to like make quality music. I think that's really the difference of it. Like the quality of music is like, but then again, it's cool because it's like, you know, everything don't have to be super thought out. Like some shit just be fun shit. But I feel like for some of these quality albums, like, I don't think people taking their time like like they used to and, and really making live music too. Like, I don't know. I feel like rap, hip hop just got watered down to like this basic ass shit. <laughs> I don't know what to call it. I'm not mad at it, but I just wish we had a little bit more of motherfucker. We need, we need another Wayne. We need another like... Jay-Z, we still got J. Cole, we still got Kendrick, but Kendrick can't do this shit by himself, honestly. Like, these niggas is carrying the industry on their fucking neck. <laughs> I, I, I was gonna ask you, uh, um, in the this or that, you know, either or either type of uh, question, Dr- Drake's last album or Kendrick's last album? What, what, what's, what, what's for you is like, you know, more appealing? Appealing? I mean, whatever, just just pick one. If you want to say appealing, of course, you know I'm gonna say Drake. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm like, which one resonates more to you? Where you could be like, okay, like this is how I, I'm hope because for me, one's like you know, it's meant for you know, super commercial, simplified, and then the other one I feel like it's more complex. You got to really dig into it. Yes, yeah, like, like different- gonna disappear again for a little while if you ask me because I think there's so much shit to unpack. That but it's gonna take a year for niggas to really appreciate this. Yeah, wow. and that's why, that's why when I listen to Kendrick album, I pulled out, I have pulled it up on on my speaker, and then I grab my phone and pulled up the lyrics on my phone because it's like y'all niggas is not ain't no way y'all just listen to this song just li- putting it to your ear and you got all of that ain't no way like you know what I'm saying so I appreciate shit like that and I actually fuck with that shit because it's like. You know, it's a Friday night. I ain't got nothing to do. Like it, it really gives you 
a chance to get into the album and appreciate the lyrics and break that shit down. I want to take my time with a Kendrick album. Uh, Drake, I feel like it's a vibe. It's, it's a mood, you know what I'm saying? It ain't meant to be totally unpacked. I'm, he probably put a couple songs on there that he wants you to take your time and like, more, it's more emotion filled, like you know. What I mean, there's yeah. some complexity, but it's like emotion filled. Kendrick made an album that it was just so, it's so compact with like you know, issues going on in the community, issues yeah. going on in his life, things that people don't want to talk about. Like it, it, it yeah. was, it was like Kendrick album was something to think about, like just period. Think about Drake is an album that I'm drinking. I'm finna go slide on this nigga because I'm pissed. Like, I'm finna go do a drive ass and shit. Like, you know, <laughs> Kendrick, Kendrick had me thinking about transgenders and motherfucking, like, uh, you ugly. Take all that shit. I'll take the jewelry off. Take the swag off. Who are you? Like, you know what I'm saying? I fuck, I fuck with both vibes. You need both. You need both. Okay, so, so, so like, so it seemed like you could resonate with both, which, by the way, I think that's just yin and yang to life. Which which kind of more inspires you, like, yo, like, inspires your pen more? Like, man, yo, this, that made me want to push myself. Okay. This is where I feel like my artistry is going to come in this year. I think I'm both. And I don't think it's a lot of females that can do both. You feel me? Because you talking to me about a whole Hit Boy um, album and everything, but my top record is an R&B song. My top records. You know what I'm saying? Um, body went platinum, close to you went gold, got me went gold, like, but I think this album I really want to master. Like, I'm like, first of all, this hit girl album, this is the last album proving that I can rap to niggas. Like, that shit is so I'm done with that. I'm done proving that I can rap. I was Y'all just gonna say, like, so why don't you sing more? You know what I mean? Because like you're doing a lot of rapping on this shit. So it's so, did you do this just to prove the niggas like yo, bro? Like, if there's any question about like you know what I mean? Which, by the way, that never really works. Like, when you try to prove the motherfuckers that you could do something, they only bring up more doubts. Yeah. Uh, For me, I think, okay, you know, like, Phases was the first song me and Hit Boy did, and then after that, Hit Boy was like, and I liked it too, because he was excited, but he really, like, had a certain vision, like, for the project. Like, me and Hit Boy got, in the, got into it in the studio one time. We got into it, like, really? just yeah, but this ain't. But I'm glad this this brought us closer. I think because I wait, think wait, about like music type shit. Like I just had a disagreement. Like just like there's different life. opinions of music, and that's why I say like it's hard just being in the industry and you got a certain vision and everybody got a certain vision for you. So you know you gotta bump heads with people, and that's what made me feel like damn this nigga really passionate about my shit. Like you know what I'm saying? Like so. But, we but how does that go? Like, you know, hip-hop. I know you're trying to get into it, but I'm not going to get no, into no, no, it. No, no, no. I don't care about the argument. I just care about like your point of view, because in terms of like your hip boy these days, super accomplished, feels like anything he touched turns into gold. And, you know, it's like I've heard people say like they work with Eminem and they want to say somebody like, nah, it's Eminem. You get me? Not saying that's hip boy, but like recently, like niggas been like, yo, this nigga, he's, he, he's right. So like, how could you try to tell him like, nah, let's let's do it this other way, my brother? Like, because you this- like, nigga, I got Grammys. Fuck, you talking about? And th- that's exactly how he looked at me, and that's exactly what he said too. But it's not. It's the thing is, is like, and I end up, I let him lead the way for the project. Don't get me wrong, I'm not a person that come around 
and it's like I'm gonna argue with you until I'm the only person right now I'm gonna just give you my take on it and at the end of the day I want it to work out the best way it's gonna work out like I want to have your vibe and your opinion and your suggestions too because you're right you you probably you have more accolades than me so you could tell me something that I don't know at the same time my whole point to him was I could tell you some stuff you don't know because this is your first collab project with a female. You know what I'm saying? So it's certain stuff that might be important to me that might not be important to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really, like, um, 21 Questions, I felt like that was going to be something dope. You know, that was an idea that I had brought to the table. I'm like, we need stuff like this because my core fan base, even with him, he might not know my core fan base like that. But, like, I remember coming up in Chicago independent and I had to sell out a theater by myself and I personally did it on my own sold out the whole show had King Louie on FaceTime Katie got bands pulling up like and girls coming to me crying and telling saying words to me word for word so I know I got that emotional fan base that I have to cater to you know what I'm saying but at the same time it's like this is a hit boy dreezy collaboration project. So if he if he had a point a opinion on certain stuff, I had to fall back on certain stuff. He had to fall back on certain stuff, you know. And yeah, this this that's what a collab project is. But for my next album, y'all gonna see a lot of what the direction that I'm in right now. What do you think? Or I don't know if you, you could tell me, but I, what's the difference in the direction? Are we gonna hear more singing? Are we gonna hear um, just much more? Of like what's been going on in your life are you gonna really yeah i think me and hit boy project was was like just turnt fun we, we didn't think about it like if i got to write in too long he'll get me out of my head like don't, don't think about it too long it's just gone up there and do it so it was really like just the in the moment like this is a hit drizzy collab project the next project the way i do my albums i'll sit my top favorite albums out and I literally try to top those records you know what I'm saying so I'm gonna have Kendrick on my mood board I'm gonna have Nicki Minaj on there I'm gonna have Drake Mary J Blige uh J Cole like you know oh shit yeah and it's like and that's that's really what I'm on like I'm trying to top those records and plus my last album I think I honestly feel like my last album was a classic I got a lot to hear the record you do where you're tapping into some Mary shit I got the per. I already sent it to their team. I got the perfect song for her. Hopefully, she do the hook on this song that I wanted her to get on. But we'll see. Maybe you need to post this clip and be like, "Mary, get on this song with Dre." Oh, oh, she, you, oh, you have the right. You're trying to get her order. Oh, I thought like you had a record kind of like you know in that because when you think about Mary, it's like I feel she's the the queen of just basically like yo, I'm gonna just tell you, like just bringing you to tears. Yeah, and that's what, when we did No Hard Feelings, Mary J. Bly was like the blueprint of that album. We was trying to make a, a rap Mary J. Bly's album. You know what I'm saying? That's why it was so heavy on the R&B and on the real shit and the pain and all of that. But I think that's my fan base too, especially coming from Chicago. Like, especially, I mean, of course too, I could still get on beats like Thought Box and, and kill it. Like, you know what I'm saying? But I think when I get in my bag bag, like my real fan base is Schizo. After my next album, I'm going to Schizo 2. Schizo 2 is going to, that's going to bring all my day one fans out. And like, I'm already working on both of these projects, by the way. Like, so they, I'm like 50% into my solo album. I'm like 30% into Schizo 2. Um, so yeah, I'm ready. I'm so ready. I feel like I'm 
born again. Like I, I see what I did in the past. I like what I did, but I think this is gonna be a big opportunity for me to just solidify this shit. And by the way, I, I think I think like both are needed. Like I think you know you need those emotional songs because as you said, it's some of your biggest records too. Like you know, especially like you you, you need R and B. You know what I mean? You need R and B. You need you rapping and shit. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like I love when you just kind of spontaneously drop the beatbox freestyle. Like I just I thought that shit was dope. You know what Thank I mean? Like, like if you could showcase all those sides, and it goes to like you know, um, like on a different level, but like just like how Drake has to appease four different fan bases. Like something yeah. like yo, bro, I just want you to give me some lyrical shit. Somebody uh-huh. like yo, dog, we just want to two step in a club to some pop shit, man. What's up with you? And then somebody yeah. else is like, yo, we just went through a heartbreak. So, you know, like for you, it's the same thing. You just got to, yeah. you know, give enough music. Like what's your litmus test in terms of like, are you like reading DMs, tw- people on Twitter just saying, oh, no, we need more songs like this. Like, how do you kind of break it up? Well, for one, I got my I still got my fan base. I I, I am Dries. You know what I'm saying? So like. Before it was a label, before it was any of this stuff, I knew what worked for me. That's why I said I'm so glad I, I I was able to sell out shows before I even got to a label because it's only certain stuff that they could tell me. And I feel like over the years, I've been, I haven't been in control of my own shit. You know what I'm saying? Since I put out like Chirac and stuff like that, which I feel like Interscope helped me a lot because they made me open up to even think that I could be an R&B artist. I thought I was just a rapper. So when Interscope came, it was like, oh, okay, I'm playing around with singing songs. They did, but I'm like, I could do body. That shit went out. I'm like, okay, well, I could do all of this. So I'm still learning. And right now I'm writing for artists too. So like, I just, I'm writing for artists too. So like, I'm really hey, saying. Didn't you, didn't you write on, um, uh, um, was it Hers Project? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I seen I, I seen your name in the in the uh, credits for because she got nominated for a Grammy and I seen your name and I was like oh shit yeah. Uh, yeah thank you and that was my first time writing so that's why I'm like I I know my pen game is good even if I don't get my image and my brand all the way totally good which I am gonna get it together but I know deep down I've always been a writer so I'm gonna write and um. Do you always write from your perspective or is it like different? Like say you collaborate with someone and you're writing and who knows if you're going to be saying it or them. Like, how do you write from a place that's not personal? I think my best music come out when I write for myself, but it, but I'm really good at you giving me a concept. Like if you give me a concept or a mood, I'm really like, I'm way better at making a song. If I got something to focus in on, like, like I just did, um, Issa Rae got a TV show coming out called Rap Shit. And I just wrote like eight songs for the for the show. And it was fun because they literally just sending me. I never seen a show in my life, but they send me a script and they like, okay, so it's this girl, she's going through this and um she wants to be bigger and she like, you know what I'm saying? They give me scenarios and they was like, Can you write a rap that'll make her feel like if she she pissed off and she wanna go off on her whole label, make a rap like that? It's like, damn, I could relate to that shit. So I just write it as if damn, Dries. How would you cuss out your label? You know, and I send it to them and every time they'd be like, this is fucking perfect. So I'd be like, like, damn, okay, cool. I, I know I got a, a niche with writing, period. So, um, but as far as myself, like, I think that's what I'm, I'm, I'm trying to focus on. I still feel like it's an open lane for that. I don't think it's really, like, I don't see no female rappers really like talking about their life and like 
the pain and the breakups and like, you know, some of them hit like the surface a little bit, but I think that's really where I'm gonna come in at. And I think that's why Dirk and, and, and Herb and all of them fuck with me because it's like, I'm almost like a female version of what they talking about, you know? And that's what I want my album to be too. Just for real bitches, just going through real shit, love the streets, the struggle, careers, wanting more out of like, like it's just gonna be like that. It's gonna be a perfect album for a woman, I think. Hey, and hey. For, for for people, real people, period. Hey, hey I know I'm a, I know I'm a dude, but like, listen, I, and I know I'm fucked up for even about to say this, but I I I'm hoping I'm I'm this type of guy. Like, it's, it's gonna sound so fucked up. Like, I hope your next album will be about everything you've been through and just like raw emotions, including breakups, including fucking you know, all the emotions that probably go in, into like, you know, your current situation on some career level and mm-hmm. just like hanging out there. Like I'm one of those people, like, for example, like say, like, I love a boogie, but I ain't gonna lie. I love when a boogie got some heartbreak shit. You know I mean, heartbreak yeah. music, for whatever reason, heartbreak music, you listen to it and I could be happy as fuck, but yeah. like the, the emotion just bleeds through. Like the mm-hmm. emotion bleeds through when somebody is expressing pain, hurt, you know what I mean? That's yeah. one of those things that, you know, like, I remember asking 21 Savage that question and, like, you know, like, you know, he lost a bunch of people and, like, it, it, it fucks with him. And I'm like, could, are you at that point to create music where you could kind of express that hurt through music? And he's like, nah, but he's trying to work on it. And, and that's what, that's too, like, I have not, I've always wanted to make a song dedicated to my best friend, but I never was able to do it. You know what I'm saying? That's the type of shit. I'ma definitely have one. I already talked about. I already made a song that's gonna be on, and I'm trying to. I'm sending it to Dirk right now, and I'ma nine times out of ten, Dirk gonna get on this motherfucker. And I'm talking about my homie, and I said a line in there when I when I was like, um, I said uh, some. I said something about damn. What the fuck I say? I was like, um, some. My homie got killed. Um. But I, I'm like, I guess he ain't had nine lives, but he wasn't never pussy. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, you get it. Like, it's like, yeah. he ain't had nine lives because he wasn't pussy. So he couldn't live forever. You know what I'm saying? He was just too real of a nigga. So like, it's, I, I, I'm finding little ways to like speak on him and honor his name without feeling too emotional about it. But that's the emotional song that I got. And that's one of my favorite songs that's going to be on that too. And it's some, it, don't get me wrong. It ain't going to be a depressing ass album, but we definitely going to talk about some real shit. And that's why, I'm inspired by the Kendrick album too because I want this next album to be kind of like a play almost like when I perform this stuff and and I want the shows to feel like like y'all going through it with me like I love how Kanye bring his shit to life how he got the house and everything you see the porch that he was on and everything and I love how even Kendrick he did it on another song where he was crying when he was rapping he was drinking but he was crying yeah yeah what's what's that song it's uh, called God something. No, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, but but like yeah. it's it, those songs. I, I remember a game also did it way back in the day when like it was a song. It was on Doctor's Advocate, but like songs like that where it's just real and it don't gotta be sad. You know what I mean? It just it could be like happy too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or it could be like you know you might just went through some good shit. Like maybe you did something for like your your, your family or like a loved one or like you got mm-hmm. whatever the case is. It's just. I just know that music that has real emotion lasts. Yeah. If it don't have real emotion, we fuck with it in the moment, but then we forget. 
Mm-hmm. Does have real emotion. Again, the human, like the like us as humans, we, we go through a range of emotion, but we go through it cyclically. You know what I mean? So if you're sad, you won't be sad, maybe not tomorrow, but you might be sad next week or, you know, unfortunately yeah. these things happen. So um, yeah. Yeah, I, I hope you put a lot more of that in the music. Yeah. yeah, that's why Kendrick is still inspiring me to this day, even when, like, uh, we cry together. Like, it's a crazy-ass song, but the, you you know the Kendrick song? Yeah, no, I know. That's a, that's a toxic relationship shit, man. I know, but it's like, I it's to toxic, shit, but like, it's real-life shit, and I love how it's like a real conversation, not just a song. It's like, y'all really cussing each other out. Like, that's what I'm trying to do with my next album. We kind of did it with No Hard Feelings a little bit. We had some skits on there. And and everything, but this next this next one, I really wanted to feel like a movie. Like when you listening to it, you hearing shit. Like if motherfuckers arguing, you hearing the shit get knocked over and shit like that. Like I wanted to, I ain't even gonna get too much on how I'm gonna do my shit because niggas is not creative. But just know it's gonna be it's gonna be a great album. I'm gonna make sure you come in because this the goal, AK. This finna be the best female. I don't even want to put myself, I hate, like, that's what I'm saying. The titles be throwing me off, but this is going to be the best album from a, from a woman, period, in, in, in the past fucking five years. Dropping this year? The album that I'm doing. It's going to be dropping this year. No, I doubt it. I was going to drop it this year, but then the more I listen to it, it's like, I, I, I'm overthinking this album. I ain't going to lie. Like, I want all of y'all to come in and give me a brutally honest opinion. And I don't want to put this shit out until everybody in the room be like, this is the best shit I heard in years. And if it ain't, what do we got to do to fix it? Because it's possible. You know what I'm saying? And I've been working on this album for so long that I really got some key records on there that I know is a hit. I know it's some bangers on there. Like, I got a hit with Thug on there for sure. Got a hit with ASAP Ferg for sure. And then I got I got my emotional records that that I want to tap into how I want to for real for real. And it's like I'm just taking my time. It ain't no rush, but it's gonna come out next year. Mm. Sure. Yeah, uh, I, I can't wait. To, I can't wait to hear. I, I I imagine a song like um that we cry to get a shit that you would do. You you, you um, strike me you strike me a little bit like toxic though. So like you might be able to get, <laughs> get that off real well. I'm not toxic. Like that song was so real. Because I'm telling you, I've been in one toxic relationship. And until I got in that toxic relationship, I was like, I would never fuck with something toxic. But that's exactly how it is. Y'all get to the point, y'all beefing, y'all beefing, y'all saying shit. Yeah, it gets so crazy that it's like, man, let's just fuck. Like, that, yeah. that was real. It was real. Like, I, I respect, <laughs> respect that. No, that is, that's heavy. But, you know. I done had a couple toxic relationships, but I ain't. I don't think I'm the toxic one. I don't think it's me. A toxic one. Well, 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 you know what it is, though, right? Like, both parties are toxic. Yeah. Like, you have to be, like, part of the toxicity for it to continue. <laughs> like, I just know I'm not good at being toxic. I'm, I try to be toxic one time, and it didn't work out. I tried to be toxic. Oh, for real? <laughs> what you doing? I will get a story. So the chick I was with, she like breaking shit. I've never been with a girl like breaking shit. <laughs> she like the chick who like break. Like she would just break I, shit. She I don't break shit. Yo, I, I have one. broke shit before, but I don't. I really don't like. I'm not that girl. It, it was just confusing to me because, and I don't know why you want me to do this, right? <laughs> I walked into the crib, right? You know, she said she saw something, whatever, whatever. She, 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 she fucking wrote out 
in like ketchup and all this like stuff on I'm the not that crazy. I'm not crazy. And I'm looking at her and I'm like, we live here together. <laughs> not even like you just ruined my shit. We now live in a mess. Anyway, one day, because yo, know, she, she broke like five of my iPhones. She would like um she would she would fuck up anything but my car. She knew I love my cars. I don't got kids. I love my cars like the kids. Yeah. So one day I'm finna be toxic. <laughs> and I think I forgot. I, I think I might have had like a bitch nigga moment, but I I kind of went through her phone and <laughs> like flirt I'm with Conda. You went through her phone. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, she was flirting with a nigga. Granted, I was doing foul. I was doing it wrong, but come on, man. Like, let one of us be wrong. Anyway, I'm tight as hell. So now I'm thinking about all the shit she's done on some toxic shit. She's thrown shit at me. She's hit me with shit. She's broken shit. She's broken all my TVs. So I'm like, fuck it. Shit. So she had this suitcase, right? She had this suitcase. And I don't know why, like, I was trying to, like, dump all her shit outside. But, like, I just wanted to make it make a statement because she was just watching me. Like, what are you doing? A statement. <laughs> So I kid you not, it, 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 like so I I grab I grabbed uh, I grabbed a knife to cut her suitcase up. I was gonna cut the shit up. She was like, she was living with me, but she was going back and forth. So I'm cut. I'm trying to cut the suitcase up, and the knife slips off the thing I'm cutting, and I cut my my own hand. Oh like, my god! Feel my hand right here. And then yeah. I realized, I'm like, yo, the toxic shit is not for me, it's man. It's not for you. Like, that ain't your calling, man. I was just, I was just, I was mad, though, because I'm like, yo, for every toxic shit I've seen her do to me, I got to, <laughs> like, I got to go over the, yo. because That was she, God trying to humble you, not, like, you ain't that, you ain't that guy, okay? She called me, like, 20 times. It was the first time I caught her doing anything. I had to wild out. But it yeah, nah. It work out. You got to sit that out. Nah, I done did some crazy shit, but, you know, we on the. I'm not, not doing windows, are you? I'm not doing nothing crazy. You cars? I'm not, I'm not, no, I know I ain't never keyed a nigga car. Oh, okay. Never keyed a nigga car. I don't do crazy stuff no more, but all I'm gonna say is if Kendrick would have put me on that song, I would have went way harder than than such. This was keeping it too light to me. Who was who was the who was the other person? I don't I don't know what her name is. I need to figure it out. She did a good job, but I'm just like, girl, if you, like, you letting him say too many bitches and fuck yous, I would have been, oh, this, this, I got some shit to say. I got shit to say. See, this is, this is how I know you talk, right? Because I, I I thought they were both going down, but it's all good. Nah, she wasn't going crazy. No, she was being all nice, talking about job prices, people raising. You're the reason why our, our, we don't get paid. And I'm like, oh, bitch, I wouldn't have said nothing like that. <laughs> Hey, it's, it's one thing about when, like, I love I love listening to y'all from Chicago with that accent get mad. It's it's, it's like, it, I don't know, it's, it's hilarious. Like, it's what? A, like, y'all accent when y'all talking shit? Yeah. You know what I mean? I know. I, I so, I'm noticing, like, now that I'm in L.A., I'll be, I be trying to talk all proper and stuff, but then once I get comfortable, it'll be coming out. But I, I could switch the shit up, like... Hey, like, hey, don't tell me that I, LA can change you now because L- LA, to me, LA just kind of takes the culture from you. Or like, if you're there long enough, like you kind of just become an LA person. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's why I'm thinking. Like, even with my album title, I'm starting to realize I'm such. Even from the beginning, like if you look at my schizo artwork, it's split in half. Like I'm really like two different people. I'm crazy. I'm crazy. It's like I got sense, but I ain't got it all over here. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, 
it's like even with my music that's why it's like i'll be on demon time sometimes and then sometimes i'll be really in my feelings like i really got like uh, a polar? huh bipolar no schizo no 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 i think schizo no, the, <laughs> no schizo schizo my real fan base no that's why that's how i got away with being able to rap and do my singing because i just say like schizo like i got split personalities but People be having real skits, so it ain't to make fun of not, the situation. But like, that's how I, that's how I picture myself. So like, even with LA, that's why I'm thinking like I keep coming back to LA, but I want to go back to Atlanta and Chicago. So I think I need both. Like, I need to come out here, be on like peaceful, have my little bougie brunches and stuff. Then I need to go to LA, shake some ass, take some shots, you know, kick it on the block with my guys, and then go back home. Like, I need both. So. I feel you trying that. to figure this shit out. <laughs> hey, hey, do you have any expectations, like, you know, in terms of how you expect this album to live until you drop your next album? What, this hit, hit girl? Yeah, yeah. Like, like, are you are you expecting, oh, like, not even, like, sales-wise, just, like, how you, how, like, what's the win for you? Like, how you want the, the, the people and the fans or maybe even new listeners to, like, fuck with it that you'd be like, all right, cool. Got It got done what it got done. Now, here's the real shit. Um, because I know um, as you said it's a play, right? Like, you know, this is a setup play to the shit. Yeah, that's why I really don't have no expectations for this project. Like, I'm not, um, like I don't, I really don't have no expectations. I really just wanted to get this music out. I feel like, if anything, I wanted this to solidify my respect in the industry. I know Hit Boy is a respected producer, and he got a lot of um, people that that sees his catalog a certain type of way. And I'm like, if I'm gonna do a whole project with anybody, why not do it with Hit Boy? You know what I'm saying? I feel like this is, is good for rap, it's good for me. It's not a bad look for neither one of us. And it's a chance to just put out some new music and just get, just spark spark the noise a little bit, spark the interest. And then, you feel me? Cause I haven't dropped a project in so long. Yeah. I didn't want to come with my album and, you know, and I'm still working on my album. So I need some more time for it. So this was just like, just to just to get active again, you know what I'm saying, and put it out there and see what's 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 tea. Yeah, no, of course. Yeah, I, I agree. listen. I don't know if your label is telling you this, but I I think you should be putting out more music. And and I get it. You you're saving a lot for your album, but like a little freestyle here and there. Like you you got to keep. You know, these days, you know, people always want to be reminded that yo, you know, like I'm around. You know, like yeah. I ain't even gonna lie, look, look at how I, I think I think Dirk did that a lot. You know, I mean, I think Dirk, like while he was getting hot, he wouldn't let people forget his name. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Whether it was just like a one-off song, he did a lot of those. You just drop yeah. a little song, shoot a little video, I bet. Y'all hold that for like a month. I hear yeah. that. You know what I mean? Oh, and you do it like two or three, be like, oh yeah, I got a tape coming. So, you know what I mean? Like you realize a lot about hip hop is about momentum. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. when you have momentum, like it feels like everything's working. And then when you kind of stall out, it feels like, oh, you got to get the wheels back in motion. Yeah. And like, I look, I, I, I listen to this project and I'm like, this shit fire. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Now, if you had the momentum that you had like, like a couple years ago, I feel like more people would be like, oh, this shit is like, it would be doing right. more. You get what I mean? Yeah, so, I think I'm back at, I'm, like you said, like when you don't drop for a long time, you got to get back out there and build that momentum back up. So this is like my way of like trying to build it back up. I know I got to shoot videos to it too, because after you drop it, like it's 
everything is so internet now. You know what I'm saying? It's like you got to put it in a face for real. People ain't even clicking sometimes the links and stuff like that, too. So that's what I'm working on right now. I just did L.A. Leakers with day before yesterday. That's coming out next week. You have free um, there? Yeah. Oh, shit. I'm going to post it. Yeah. So L.A. Leakers, that's dropping next week. It's, next week is supposed to drop. Then I'm finna go to Chicago. I'm finna shoot phases. Um, I talked to Jeremiah this morning. We we planning out our video shoot. I talked to Future Manager this morning. Like I gotta really get on foot and do this shit. This is the shit that Interscope used to do for me. Interscope was on point. The only thing, like you said, I feel like I fucked up with Interscope because we wasn't consistent enough. But back then they was scared. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, they they were scared to. They didn't know what was gonna pop off for like a female rapper after Nicki Minaj. You know what I'm saying? They really didn't know what to put their money behind. And so once we did Body and Body went so big, I remember them telling, like, they were scared to go with the next record. We went with the next record close to you. Shit went gold. After that album, it was like, niggas just was scared. Like, what do we do next? What do we do next? But I was in a fucked up contract, so I couldn't even drop. So I couldn't drop for like, uh, like two years until that nigga forced me. That feels like the story of so many people where like, you know, a lot of times your career kind of stalls because of like some real business situations. It's yeah. not like, like not to the fans. They'd be like, damn, yo, why is she not dropping? But like the whole time behind the scenes, you legally trying to figure out, yo, like this shit ain't finna work. Like how it's like yeah. working. Like we gotta, gotta move around type shit. Yeah. Niggas gotta start teaching them more too. Cause you gotta think it's a, they done built a whole industry off finessing young, hungry talent. You feel me? You gotta think I was in the hood. The nigga who got me in a fucked up contract signed me for fifteen thousand dollars. My my ass, I was in, I was working with D Brooks. D Brooks had um produced my whole first project schizo, the one I was doing my shows off of and everything. And I had I had a boyfriend at the time, he was writing my hooks. And I was writing the verses. Well, he was helping me with my hooks, some of my hooks. And um yeah, this nigga from Chicago just came like, yeah. Like, he seen me already hot, but I didn't even see how hot I was. So he was like, hey, I could get you a deal in a year. You know what I'm saying? And if and if you just sign this paperwork with me, I'll give you $15,000. Me working at fucking Subway, the Pancake House, I'm like, you finna give me $15,000? Like, I'm looking like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's the finesse of the end. You go to the hood, you find these motherfuckers that $15,000 is a lot of money to be in the hood. You know what I'm saying? But right now that shit is nothing. Like I don't even, I turned down $15,000 for shows. You know what I'm saying? So it's like back then I signed, then my dumb loyal ass, I gave Brooks 5,000 and I gave my nigga 5,000. So I only had $5,000. No way. Then I went to Interscope and he signed me right after that. I like I already I could have went to Interscope and got the deal myself. You know what I'm saying? So I first got my first advance. He took fifty percent of everything, everything I touched. That was the contract. Oh, he hit you with a production deal, so in the exactly. production deal he get half of everything. And also, what usually happens, like a production deal, means they supposed to be producing all of that that's going on, which means yeah. the image. They're supposed to be paying that whole bill to, you know what I mean? But usually what happens, them niggas go ghost. You know what I mean? They just start, they only show up to collect. And he was, I'm not even going to, he was on it at first. Don't tell me he took it publishing though. Uh-uh. Okay. Okay. No. Um, but with my publishing, um, I ain't gonna lie. And I had, I had, I had a good guy up at Interscope. He, he actually paid to get me out of my shit. 
And um, but it took two years. Like he had, he told me like you literally gotta stall out and act like we dropped you. Like, because that's the only way this nigga is gonna give in to this car. Cause I was so hot at the time. He like, I'm not letting up off trees. You know what I'm saying? So I had to stall. That's why I went ghost after body and everything. I went ghost for like two years and the nigga finally gave in and said, all right, y'all can have it. As soon as I did that, by the time that happened, I didn't have no manager. So now I'm just up at the label by myself. So it was just, it was always something, 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 something. And hey, hey, by the way, that's the same shit Meg going through right now. Like, but, but. I think she's just looking at it like, yo, I can't just stall the shit out because like she's she's probably thinking realistically, especially with like how women are. There's always the new chick every year. They're going to find a new chick. You get me? And, and then sometimes the industry make it like only a hand select few chicks could get through the like that tunnel. So like if you happen to be one of the next steps, you can't even fuck around like niggas could do it a little bit more like fuck around and be like, I right, I'm going to just not do this for a little bit and, and kind of do some other shit. But, you know, for females, like, that momentum is so priceless. You got to, you got to. And, I, and one thing about it, I'm not at the, I'm not, I don't think I'm ever going to get to the point where I'm, where I start worrying. Like, I'm not worried. Like, one thing about it, like, over these years, I'm so, like, if anything, I feel like I done learned that who I am even more over time. It's like, this shit not going nowhere. Like, I'm really out rapping y'all bitches. I'm really out writing. I'm, I really, the I got, there. huh? The talent's there. That's, that's one yeah, thing. Yeah, the talent, it's like, they can't take this from me. Even if I want to decide to go totally and leave everybody, I could do this shit on my own. I've done it before. I could do it again. But I, I got way more confidence. You feel me? I got way more confidence and I know I just got to do certain shit. And I, I'm glad I went to Interscope and I seen how they run it with a big light. Cause now I see what it take, but it costs a lot of money for, to pop off. It's not easy being a, a female artist though. It's not, but yeah. we gonna make this shit shape. No, of course, of course. Hey, listen, you know, you know, I support you. Uh, you know, um, not only do I think you're just real and genuine, I feel like you're, you're talented, you know? And, uh, I, you know, I love when you rap. You know, I, I like when you rap. I like when you talk shit. And, you know, obviously, you have a whole fan base where they like where you just, like, tap into emotions. So, you know, I think, you know, it's going to be a big year for you. My only thing is I think you got to stay on people's necks. You got to stay yeah. on. This, this, this is independent ground right here. You got to stay on motherfuckers next. You I know. know I mean? This shit ain't no joke either. It's, hey, man. And and, and what, what usually happens is, you know, you, you, keep, you, you keep, like, you keep the consistency up, eventually you're going to break. It's going to break. It's just going to be, oh, shit. And mm-hmm. at that point, you know what I mean? Somebody going to try to, that's when the majors going to come back and be like, yo, uh, uh, yo, yo, Gazi, what's up? Like, we, we, uh, you know what I mean? Do some deals. Like, it happens like that, you know? And that's why, that's really, I think, the reason why I'm not, I ain't bust a sweat just yet because y'all going to see it with this next album that I'm putting out. I'm really, like, I've never really, like I said, I didn't realize what I was doing at first, so I didn't give it my all, like, in all areas. I've never really given it my all. Even when they told me I had to be, uh, I couldn't drop music for two years. I was like, all right, well, shit, I guess I'm going to start modeling for Savage Fenty. Like, I was just finding other ways to get money, but I wasn't thinking about what was going on. Now, it's like, all right, I was never consistent like I should have been. And that's why I'm looking at Megan. I'm like, Megan is working so fucking hard. They need to give her, like, I'm seeing the consistency. I'm seeing her getting the the the, the situation with motherfuckers trying to tell her down from getting shot. 
all that shit I see and she holding up good I feel like she is but this year round that's the one thing I feel like I haven't done I've never been consistent with my career so I can't even say like damn are you mad about such and such doing this and this and it's like nah they doing what they deserve they've been consistent and they've been dropping this shit and I gotta do that shit so this year I'm not scared to drop music nothing it's just I'm just coming with it back to back so we gonna see after this shit after this shit, after Schizo 2 and this album, motherfuckers don't give me the, rec- the, the recognition I deserve. I'm going to be a motherfucking lawyer. Hey, hey, listen. So, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, for everybody who's watching this, man, definitely go check out her album. Uh, it's called Hit Girl. It's now available on Spotify. It's a collab between her and Hit Boy. Um, honestly, as I said, I listened to the whole thing. I fuck with it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I thought of what my favorite song was. But um, listen, you, you have anything else you want to add in? Not good. I just want to make sure we got your support for everything when we, when we get this rollout going. Yeah, and, and, and you know, like, you know, I mean, I think it's been like that with me. Like, you could DM me and hit me. You know, I think you should have my number. Like, just call me anytime. You know? Yeah. Like, I'm gonna hit you. like, with you, as I said, consistency going to be the thing, man. Like, it's not the talent. It's going to be the consistency. and one thing I know about like fans and just hip hop, like people could see when like like the hunger is there, like you just mm-hmm. you just going crazy off of like yo, man, I'm trying to make it to the top. So that's why I'm glad you you sit on that record, like yo, I'm top five because now I need to see you start moving like you the top five. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. That's really what it is, girl. Thank you, man. Stay on my ass. <laughs> I will. I will. I will. All right, listen, man. Uh, for everybody who's watching, please go and. By the way, I always ask, you know, any artists who I have on here because, you know, uh, this is a Spotify exclusive podcast and they may have not heard of you before. Right. So since we're on Spotify, they're watching this interview. Right. If you were supposed to get them a crash course on Dreezy, right. What three songs should they type into the search bar above first to listen to you, to make up their whole mind about if they should fuck with you or not? Get them three songs. The first one. I guess Chirac, because that's how most of my fan base got up on me. You'll see the bars in the street in the, yeah. Then I'll go to Body. Uh-huh. And then... I, I guess, the What? Well, I figured the first two. That's what I'm saying. What's that third one? I kind of want to say Close to You. Okay. I feel like that's a good range. You got a little... You got the rap dreams, you got the R&B dreams, and you got a little outside of the box dreams body is kind of like pop rhythmic kind of you know what i'm saying you gotta that's a good gauge on me no i think that's fair man i definitely go check her out also follow her on social media i think it's just dreezy every on all platforms right yeah dreezy um on twitter is it dreezy dreezy yeah Yeah, it's dreezy dreezy on twitter all right definitely all right uh listen thank you guys for watching this another episode of off the record podcast I had one of my favorite and greatest guests on here. Uh, Thank you. I go check out her music. And you guys <laughs> catch me next time um, on Off the Record. You know, we're Monday, Wednesday, and Friday each week on Spotify. Oh, uh, thanks, AK. I love you. You know, I love you. The fuck? We had to do.